What's up, everybody? It's Matt Johnson. We are back with another episode of Real Estate Uncensored. This is the place where you get actionable ideas, insight, and inspiration to turn your real estate career into a life of freedom. And we are talking about a little bit on lead generation, lead conversion, automated follow-up, chatbots, and all this fun stuff, because we've got a couple of guests here who are spending $100,000 a month on Facebook ads to generate and convert leads for real estate agents. And they've got a deep background in lead generation, lead conversion, ISAs, building ISA teams, and running effective Facebook ads. So we'll jump in with them here in just a quick second, but I think you guys are gonna get a ton out of this episode. So with that being said, we've got the Junior Grandmaster is here, we've got the Volpinator here with us, we've got everybody with us, we've got a bunch of people on this particular episode. We'll try to limit the crosstalk as much as we humanly can, but first of all, the Junior Grandmaster is in the co-pilot seat where you yeah. so belong. Greg McDaniel, what's up today? Matt Slick Hair Johnson. What's going on, buddy? That's what they call me. That's what they call me down at the down at the casino. That's your street name? It's your, it's your right. thug life name? Exactly. <laughs> um, oh, man, it's a Friday. It's raining up here. It's a, it's beautiful. I love rain. I love rain. But uh, the cool thing is I just came back from everyone who's watching this. I came back from the uh, the Women's Council Realtors of the Delta Division. And the uh, second year, that they had invited me out to just speak at their – it's called OBAR – at their event and uh, had a great crew of people in there talking about lead generation, videos, calls, you know, doors, scripts, websites, all everything. So it was a blast. So any of you guys that listened to this, thank you for having me. It was an absolute pleasure to come and talk with everybody. Um, but, you know, with Zach and Shane, man, I think some of the stuff we're going to talk about today with bots and kind of what they're doing is legendary. Uh, I think it, I was just sitting here in the pre-show just going, no shit, man, tell me more. Really? Cool. So I hope you guys are going to get the same thing. Matt's giving me a weird look for some reason. But you guys, welcome to the show. You guys are not in the same place. Where are you guys located right now? Shane, where are you? And then uh, Zach, where are you? So, um, yeah, I'm actually traveling. Uh, I'm, I'm from Toronto, Ontario, I'm traveling to Ottawa uh, today. So I'm actually uh, in Ottawa for the weekend here. Nice. Very nice. Good. Zach, Beautiful, ben. where are you? I am in Savannah, Georgia. <laughs> oh, my, oh, my, oh, my. I love and, I love Georgia. And Zach, we've had you on the show before. Uh, tell us a little bit about how you guys ended up partnering up because you were kind of both operating in similar spaces and now you've joined forces. We're going to talk about that for just a quick second. Yeah. So uh, last time, I think it was almost exactly a year ago that I was on the show with you guys before talking a lot about chatbots and Shane and his business partner, we all had been speaking for probably, I don't know, a year, year and a half, helping each other out. And uh, about four months ago or so, we just all came to the conclusion that it would make the most sense to join forces. Um, Shane and I had very strong sales tactics, um, as well as ads backgrounds. Both of our business partners are very tech-oriented. Um, but ultimately, we all bring very unique and different skill sets to the table and it just made sense for us to what we all envisioned building was basically the same so uh we decided made the most sense to all join forces and now here we are forced to that's be right. reckoned with that's <laughs> right we're all joining forces on the podcast with uh with the ultimate force himself gene volpe the uh the marketing force what's up gene uh, no, you muted yourself no no you Come failed on. epic fail yep, epic, epic fail epic turn, fail turn, you. there Aren't you supposed to be the tech guy? We give you 30 seconds. We give you 30 seconds on the show, and you manage to blow your 30 seconds. All right, take it. You didn't ask me where I was from or where I was. I'm out. Do it. That's because it's going to end up in a very, very horrible football discussion for you. No, won't. Or or you would have just left your mic on mute, and we wouldn't have heard anyways. So why ask if you if you're not even going to be on mic? 
Sometimes I think I'm better off on mute. <laughs> so do we. Shut your mouth, McDaniel. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> All right. So before we jump in, uh, we've got a really good question to kick us off, and we'll talk a lot about the chatbot side and the lead conversion side. But first of all, Gene, you had something on your mind, which is funny because we both were thinking about some of the similar things. But let's talk a little bit about uh, Domino's Pizza for some reason. <laughs> I, I, that's not really what was on my mind. I was just being an asshole. And oh, it, okay. just turned, it just turned out that, that it worked out. You were an well, asshole. Well, we're going to talk about it now. We're going to talk about it now. I mean, you guys were talking very passionately about Domino's. Yeah. And as a born and raised New Yorker, I didn't really want to say a whole lot. That's flagrant, right? <laughs> it's flagrant. I know. Listen, Zach, I know what you're talking about because even like even my boys will come over. I remember we had a party one night and somebody said something to me like and I said, listen, Domino's has had a revival in this area. And like four of them were like, dude, I don't even know who you are anymore. Like they, they literally went through a transformation and their pizza's banging. Look, I when I'm when I'm eating it, I'm in the middle of eating it, having a stroke at the same time. My heart is, is palpitating because it's the worst thing in the world for you. But. They stepped their game up, and we've started talking about the app. So, Matt, you had it the night before I did, so talk about it. Uh, okay. Well, one one thing I've noticed, number one, they're still wildly unfocused in terms of all the food they offer. Somehow they managed to improve the taste of their pizza while still attempting to sell every other known form of food on the planet. Uh, I don't know how they've managed to do that. But, number one, they stepped up the quality of their product. But the interesting thing is they went super deep on tech, right? So you can order online. You can have the app on your phone have your payment information saved, have your order saved, and decide, hey, I'm going to order the same thing I did last time, press a couple of buttons. The next thing you know, it, it lets you know when your pizza is going into the oven, when it's out for delivery, and when the person gets there. So, I mean, they've really done a really good job. Now, that's not a – it's not what I would call a sustainable competitive advantage because it's, that's going to be one of the things that's relatively easy for other people to copy, but it gives them – enough of a temporary gain to put Domino's back in our top two or three pizza places that we think of when we think of delivery, which is what they used to own. Now they, for a while there, they were terrible at owning the, the word they used to own. Now they're at least back in the conversation and that's how so you do it. There's actually, there's two things to this and I would love to hear Shane and Zach's thought process on this. Number one is, I don't know if yours says it, but my, when I do the app, it says like 11 minutes until cardiac arrest. It actually says that on the app. Does it? Yeah, so I know when the pizza's getting there and how long it's going to take. But I, I don't know if you noticed, they just relaunched this marketing campaign where if you take a picture of the pizza, 10 pizzas, not theirs, just take 10 different pictures of pizzas, they'll send a free pizza to you. Have you heard that yet? No, I have not heard that. that. Yeah, so hmm. I'm wondering, like, I, they got to be losing money on it because there's no – because I could take pictures of Elio's coming out of my – you know, like, I don't, I'm sure they don't know – but the 10th picture for them, I don't know what the rules are. Maybe you have to tag them and it's getting them exposure. So maybe they're, it's, That's you know, it. a loss leader. I don't know. But I'm curious to th your thought on it. It's genius. It's absolutely genius. <laughs> I mean, good Lord. You get everybody talking about you at no cost to you. Then you have to give a pizza away. What it costs them, like a two or three bucks to make the pizza? I mean, good yeah, Christ. Probably. Probably. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, it's, it's such a genius. low cost thing. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. do you guys not have, you guys don't have Postmates? No, we do. Yeah, what's, that? What's, what's Postmates? I was like, that technology is exactly the same, and you get to eat from restaurants that don't <laughs> deliver. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, but, yeah, but the restaurants don't have $5 pizza. Mm. <laughs> they have good pizza, but it's not $5 pizza. All right. So uh, let's jump back in. I always love having these fun marketing conversations with Gene because we, we have – sometimes we have very similar points of view, and then other times we wildly disagree, and I enjoy the verbal slapping. I love it. Oh, Lord. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay, so we got a good question here. This is from Brandon Jones in the Lead Gen Scription Objections Group. He says, what are some unique lead gen techniques that you use besides door knocking, cold calling, calling expires? Think outside the box. So Zach, let's start with you because I think this is pretty much on every agent's mind right now. What else can I do other than the stuff that my you know 60-year-old broker is telling me I should do to generate leads? And you guys have been on the cutting edge of this for a while. So you've gone way down the rabbit hole, right? For a while there, the answer was, well, Facebook ads. Well, then you find out, okay, well, they don't just magically work. You have to actually do things that make them work. Let's start there. What are some of the things that actually determine whether Facebook ads work as a place to get leads? So, I, I mean, I think the front-end offer of a Facebook ad, which Shane preaches all the time uh, to our clients and within our group and to our students, it is like one of the most essential parts to getting not only low cost leads, but better quality leads. So that offer in the beginning is going to be essential. Some of the best ones are new construction. So if you can, you know, partner up, which is easier said than done, but partner up with a developer that has a lot of really amazing incentives that make it really appealing to, you know, want to give your contact information. Um, those are some of our favorite, but then one of the biggest ones that we have a huge masterclass on is foreclosure listings because everyone loves the idea of a foreclosure primarily because they just think they're going to get a great deal. And what we've created on the back end as you transition to now, you know, how do you get take these Facebook leads and realize they're not all the same? And then how do you convert them into actual transactions and GCI into your pocket? The foreclosures, we've come up with some really great scripts to get them outside of thinking about a foreclosure and just starting to think about a really good deal. So I think it comes down to what you're offering on the Facebook ads. And then once you have that lead and you've acquired it and you're starting to speak with them, it comes down to following scripts, having strong scripts in place and just consistent uh, follow up. Mm -hmm. And that comes so going back to the automation for a second. So you're saying that if you if you partner with a developer that has good incentives, give me give me a couple examples. What do you what do you, what sorts of things can you advertise on a Facebook ad that actually draw attention? Shane, you want to touch on that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the best examples that uh, I've used was a free pool offer. So the developer was or the builder was offering a uh, free twenty five thousand dollar pool uh, with the purchase of a house plus a five thousand dollar signing bonus. In addition to that, they were offering. I think it was an extra point on the sale to the agent. And so the agents we were working with, uh, we basically convinced them to give that away as an additional bonus offer on the, so once they subscribed and on the thank you page, they would then get a $1,000 shopping spree offer if they purchased that house. The reality is, is that when you're getting these leads, a lot of, you're, you're typically not selling that specific house. They're, they're just, they're in market. And so this gives you an opportunity to capture that lead because the offer is so good, it's a lot easier to connect with them and get on the phone with them and start having those conversations that then eventually convert those into appointments uh, and uh, you know, start showing houses. Oh, yeah, free pool. Imagine that would, uh, Greg, if you could run a Facebook ad with that, I, I think that would get you some leads in the uh, San Francisco area. Especially Just in the thinking that. Dead of summer in the East Bay. Can I get a offer a free pool to somebody? But it depends on where Just in San Francisco. Don't tell them it's a blow up. Don't tell them it's a <laughs> blow up. <laughs> kind of like Matt's girlfriend. A blow up. Um, but <laughs> Jesus. Bring it on. Light, lightning rod of hate. <laughs> 
Uh, I think that's a really good idea. The, the builders is something I think that, that I'm going to start tackling as well. Matt, we had our, one of our guests on, another Canadian um, that came on, and he was talking about going over and going up to all the builders and marketing their properties for them. Even the new projects, maybe they're not even on the market or they're on the market now, either one. But he would get the sketches of them, get the photos of them. He'd post them. He'd talk about them. He'd do walkthroughs on them. No one else did it. He generated a ton of listings. He listed, like, I'm going to get the number wrong, but I think it's like a – 125 properties or something like that or units from this one builder just by popularizing their development for them at no cost uh and now he's talking with other builders to do the same thing i mean that's that would be probably the one and done i mean think about it they take the marketing off the shoulders of the builder they like hammering nails and you know cutting two by fours fuck that i don't even own a saw i, I can sure as hell get on a video and talk about a property i mean it's so simple for people I mean, is that kind of what this guy's asking, Matt? It's kind of like those kind of out-of-the-box ideas as well, or oh, yeah. what? I mean, that, I think that's a good example of one, yeah. Uh, we do have a good question here that I want to bring to the guys, Zach. We'll start with you. So the question is from James, who's watching live with us. says, Facebook ads are so far at the top of the funnel. Why not spend money for higher intent and middle to the bottom of funnel leads through highly targeted pay-per-click ads? Zach, any, any initial response to that, like Facebook versus just general pay-per-click? Yeah, I think the pay-per-click is just very very lower into that funnel of intent and you're going like a to hair pay. like a like a baby's breath a lower yeah exactly right i i mean <laughs> if a facebook lead is six months out the ppc click is going to be maybe five at best and you're mm -hmm. going to pay five times the amount oftentimes oh, wow. a lot more than that you know so you're going to pay 20 30 40 dollars for a lead there or not even a lead necessarily if we're talking straight ppc we're talking sometimes 15, 20, $30 a click. Whereas mm -hmm. a lot of our, a lot of the ads that we're running are generating leads for 75 cents a piece. So the math just doesn't make sense. And I mean, if you look nationwide and in Canada as well, in terms of just straight conversion on online leads, the industry standard is 1% or slightly above 1%. And that doesn't really change whether it's PPC or whether it is Facebook. Facebook. So do you want a hundred to convert at 1% or do you want 10 for the same price to convert at 1%. Interesting, okay. That's a good perspective, yes. I like that, James. Hopefully that answered the question. Go ahead, Shane. I was just gonna add to that as well. You know, one of the things that we've noticed a lot with higher intent leads, or at least uh, the uh, perception that they're higher intent is that they're also a lot more competitive. Somebody that goes to Google and starts searching, you know, for an agent within a specific community, and they go to that website, they log in, they register, do whatever they do, then they go to Zillow, then they go to Realtor.com, and then they go to, you know, another site. And by the end of the day, they're signed up to, you know, 10 different lists. Um, on Facebook, what we're noticing is that although they might be a little bit higher up in the funnel, they're not as competitive. So a lot of times, because they're three months or six months out, usually when you're contacting them, they're not working with another agent. And, uh, and so, you know, you have that advantage so that if you, you know, you can get in front of that lead before anybody else can physically in front of them, then you probably have a much greater chance of closing them. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. James clarify with a quick comment says my strategy with PPC is highly targeted at specific neighborhoods. So you do get folks way down the funnel. And that's awesome. If that's the experience where you can drill down to a specific neighborhood and get people that are further down the funnel. Um, yeah, I'm glad it's worked for him. It doesn't, I've never heard of that universally working for anybody that I know of, including my guy, Jeff Cohn, who runs, you know, tens of thousands of ads, you know, dollars in ad spend in Omaha, where there's all kinds of neighborhoods where people do search for the neighborhoods specifically, because I helped him actually put together a video series that walked through every single of the top 100 neighborhoods in Omaha. There's just not enough search traffic in every city by specific neighborhoods to where you can get that granule. At least that's the impression I get. Zach, does that sound about right? 
Yeah, long tail keywords in terms of PPC is a great strategy, but it's exactly what you said. The longer that tail of that keyword becomes, the less people that are searching it. So if you're in a hot market and your only goal is to farm out that neighborhood, then great. It's probably a great mm -hmm. strategy for you. But also everyone's goals vary significantly. You know, we were just talking to a woman yesterday that's signing up with us. She's a solo agent, second year as an agent. She did 110 sales last year by herself. Like, Holy so God. if you're trying to do, if you're trying to do 10 sales, then maybe that's strategy, you know, and I'm not saying that's what this guy's doing, but I mean, people have very different goals. Facebook, in our opinion, is the way that you can reach your widest audience the fastest. Right. Well, and let's, let's keep going deeper. So let's move down the funnel a little bit. So we talked a little, you know, about the role of chatbots uh, in kind of moving people further down the funnel. What are you seeing lately and what are some of the tweaks and adjustments you guys are making that's working right now versus what maybe was working a year ago? Yeah. So a year ago when we spoke, we were really diving deep into this whole NLP thing, the natural language processing, where it was literally going to, you know, be as much like speaking to a human as possible. And ultimately we've moved away from that, realized it's not exactly what these leads are looking for, which was nice because, especially from an agent's perspective, it's nice because you're not getting kicked out of this industry, right? It's still right. forever going to be a relationship style industry and you have mm -hmm. to have that human connection. So we really use the bot as kind of just a top of mind marketing strategy. So initially it's going to ask a couple follow-up questions, get a little bit more uh, information about exactly what that person's looking for, what their time frame is, but then really it's kind of become similar to what email drip is for real estate agents. And But the only thing that's really nice about the bot compared to an email drip series is that we're really personalizing it and we're making it specific to your city. And it's, you know, it's just as much about the city and about what's going on there as it is about uh, actually real estate. So, and that's how we utilize that bot is to really, you know, we talk about what's going on in the community events, restaurants, different charity events that you can go to. And then every once in a while, oh, hey, we're also having an open house, you know, oh, and that's, and the bot, because it's not, it's not LinkedIn, it's not this business platform, people really start to find more value when you're not just trying to slam real estate down their throat and just show them you're a member of this community. Hey, I'm going to message you once a week about some cool stuff that's going on. And then every once in a while, I'll remind you that I'm also a real estate agent. Yeah. And, and, that's, and Gene, that's, Gene, that's where a strategy like yours comes in, where if you're, let's say you're working with an agent, they're generating that sort of community-based content. They're working with someone like Gene, break that up into all sorts of micro chunks then they can use something like a bot that's going to keep it like the bot needs that raw material. The bot can't just reach out and say nothing of value. So the more that you're creating something valuable, you can use the bot to then send that out to the people that you're kind of warming up and nurturing. That's what it sounds like. So Gene, that seems to be kind of your ideal situation for how somebody can generate leads cold online. And then that fits hand in glove with a service like yours that helps them create very small chunks of super valuable content. Yeah, I mean, for sure, that's I, I'm just you got my head going, so I don't even know what to say about it. But yeah, you, <laughs> no, seriously, because I'm just trying to think of how you would play that out and exactly what kind of content you would serve them. Uh, Zach, good question for you. So if you've got the ability to say, Mr. Agent, hop on video for 10 minutes, give me 10 minutes on X, Y, and Z, and then I'm going to break that up into a bunch of chunks for our bot. What would you ideally like to see? So I'd like to see about, you know, 75% of that content being driven towards your community. And like I said, whether it's about your restaurant, new restaurants popping up, new events going on. So you're kind of like a, 
we used to run a page called uh, Hey Kansas City, what's going on? And all it did was just let you know what's going on Love in it. Kansas City. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's like the same shit, right? Is like you're you're building a rapport with these people because they're actually going to look forward to this message coming in. And so we have several of our clients that make a lot of content consistently and it's real estate, it's not real estate. And they put videos on their Facebook page and oftentimes the bot will just be like, hey, I put this post on my page not that long ago. Just wanted to make sure you saw it. Here you go. And they can click on the button within the bot and it'll just link them right to that Facebook page. So, I mean, what the actual content is doesn't really matter. The goal is just to build a rapport and not be like an annoying asshole that's trying to, you know, get these people to sign up with you. So don't be Gene. Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> can you, when it comes to the bot sack question for you. So here in the Bay area, we have something called sffunandcheap.com. And you can go there and you can go by different parts of the Bay or the whole Bay or whatever else, different days. And it shows all the fun, either free or cheap things you can do. Can you link something to a bot? So you don't have to manually input all this crap. Like it will just auto feed in like, boom, Saturday, here's your list. Boom, Sunday, here's your list of shit to do. Yeah. hundred percent. So my, one of our business partners, Pat Friedel, is just absolute genius when it comes to coding and tech. Um, and so we actually did something very similar in Miami. There's Miami on the cheap, it's called. And so same idea. It goes to that site. It cloaks the uh, home page of that site on every Friday and then just posts it into the bot automated. Nice. Very cool. That's awesome. So you can definitely uh, kind of find some unique ways to leverage like someone else's content or you can repackage it like Greg. We've talked about that for a long time, going to something like that, kind of spitting it back out on camera and then you can you know, break that into smaller chunks. So I love the idea of just like reaching out, communicating with value. Well, here's another thing. I mean, on um, oh shit, I'm going to totally blank on the website now. Um, RealtyTimes.com. Right. On RealtyTimes.com, um, you can go on there and they have articles in the consumer advice tab. And it's a buyer seller, a buyer seller, new home, uh, mortgage, HOA, and there's like one more. But you could obviously link to each one of those and then, you know, to all your buyer leads, bam, here's an article a week. To all your seller leads, bam, you know, here's an article. To all your homeowners that you've worked in the past, bam, there's another article, right? And you could do the same thing for your mortgage guy or gal, co-brand on another bot that would push out mortgage information to a potential borrower that is coming from you as the real estate agent, right? And you could partner on that at some level. Yeah, and I think we'll also see maybe the rise of um, what used to be delivered, you know, kind of Craig Proctor, Dan Kennedy style marketing, where you'd say like the seven secrets to this or the seven, you know, seven ways to kind of choose your your next move uh, in real estate or how to choose your agent, uh, stuff that then was broken up into email sequences and delivered over the course of a, like a specified amount of time where they knew they were signing up for small chunks of very specific information. And it was delivered either through the mail or delivered through email. Uh, I can see that kind of moving over into bots and getting delivered by Facebook message instead. So Zach, I don't know if you're seeing any of that stuff, but I imagine you're probably experimenting with something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, overall, you know, the goal is to not be, who we all are inherently, which is shitty <laughs> salesy marketers. That's the that's the overarching goal is like let's actually provide some kind of value and not be so annoying all the time. And it's hard, <laughs> especially for me, because I'm just annoying. <laughs> that's hard even for me, really. That's right. Uh, you know the but thing James, is that I think we we talk about that a lot though. I mean, all of us we 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 are shitty 
shitty marketers, but we think we're fantastic at it. And Matt and Gene, we've talked about this so many times, you know, we need to build authentic connections and rapport with people, bring value, you know, the law of reciprocity, give, and then you'll be given too. And we just, we don't think about that. I was at a, the Yobar meeting this morning and, you know, like when I was talking about what to do and how to do it, they were just like, like I just hit them in the head with a ball pin hammer. They're like, uh, what? I'm like, yeah, man, you gotta, you gotta give first. You gotta be a value. You gotta, as Gene, you would say, be the digital mayor of your marketplace. You don't give, 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 then they'll come back and ask for something. They'll give you something in return. We just don't think about it. Why? I mean, is that some psychological defect that we all have as real estate agents? <laughs> we'll need, we'll need a lot I mean, more I than think the next five minutes of this show. <laughs> yeah, I think it's digital marketers and real estate agents. We're all very similar in that, you know, we're, we're really hungry for getting a sale and we're really hungry for that next commission check to come in. And I think you forget that, um, with both of us, what we do, um, People have lots of options, lots of options with the digital marketing company you select and lots of options with the real estate agent that you want to select. And so it really comes down to building a relationship. It's mm -hmm. a relationships business, which sucks for me personally, but like to at least understand that that's what it right. is. Yeah, because we're grappling with how do you scale relationships, which is not it's not an easy thing to do. That's that's the problem. Shane's we're all actually, yeah. Shane's built his entire business on just relationship building. Yeah. Very well, little Shane, let's turn to you real quick because you're, yeah, you're the guru that's handling kind of the, the ISA inside sales portion of this where you kind of move people further down the funnel. So let's talk about that for a quick second. What's your guys' approach? What are some of the things that you've learned? Well, first of all, I don't, I, I don't think I would be considered a guru. Um, I, you know, I built a, a small ISA team to, you know, test out what we were doing and get a better understanding as to, you know, some of the challenges that uh, the agents that we were working with uh, were running into. Um, and very quickly, we understood where the problem was. And but I think, you know, one of the big things that really helped us out uh, was was our scripts. I mean, that was uh, the number one thing, just, you know, coming up with a good script and just, you know, pushing those leads further down the funnel and then, you know, trying to get in front of those leads as quickly as possible, whether, you know, they're approved or not, whether they want to see a house right away or not. Uh, just try to get in front of them before a lot of these people that are opting to these forms or all these leads that we're generating, they're bombarded with more marketing. You know, it, as soon as you fill in a form for, you know, a, a listing or a free list of homes or a foreclosure list of homes, whatever that is, your next five, six ads are going to be more ads and you're going to be opting into those ads. So now that becomes a little bit more competitive for the real estate agents. Mm -hmm. So it's a combination of the things we've always known, which is speed to lead counts. But then once you get the speed to lead down and you are getting a hold of people, then it, it still becomes a relationship building game at that point, which is why you say scripts are really important. Because I don't think people are, you know, like we're naturally not on the phone, uh, are probably not, uh, you know, it's not our best medium for building relationships with, with someone we don't know very well. Uh, I think most agents would probably say that's true. I guarantee that's true for a lot of the ISAs that you train, like bring in off the street and try to train them. Uh, it doesn't necessarily come naturally, like building really good, warm relationships with people over the phone when they don't know you and aren't expecting you to call. It's just it's not an easy thing to do. It's a rare skill set. So to me, that makes total sense, like getting the scripts down. I think that's something that we can all learn from. But it's also something you can pay a company like you guys to to kind of handle that part because it doesn't come naturally. Not everybody is Greg. You know, Greg, Damn, you skippy. Well, you, I, I just like I know you long enough to know it took you, you know, 10,000 hours to build up that skill set. No, yeah, 100%. And I think it's a dying breed. I think that uh, the phone is going to go by the way of the dodo bird. And 
<clears throat> it's because people don't want to be interrupted and they want to be communicated in different ways. When I text people or email them, I get a much faster response, almost an instantaneous response on texting. But if I give them a call, they're like, ah, oh, fuck this guy. I'm not going to call this guy back. He's going to want something. But the curiosity kills a cat with the text. They're like, ooh, a text. They'll read a text no matter what, but they will not. Really. I mean, I've had voicemails in my voicemail box for months and never checked them. <laughs> I, I can't even get Verizon to like clean out my voicemail inbox. So if you call me right now, if, if Greg mistakenly gives out my <laughs> cell phone number at some point to the public, you can. You are welcome to call me. I literally cannot get your voicemail because it will not allow you to leave one, even though I've deleted and cleaned out my voicemail. Uh, that's the that's the state of things we're living in. Yeah, they did in, in, in the voicemails. You know, you can't you can't auto send people information. You know, like we're talking about with the the you know the SF fun and cheap things to do on the weekends. Send that to everybody in your database on a Friday afternoon, so they're ready to go to do fun things with their family. You know, you can't you can't send all your buyer leads buyer leads you know information. You know, it's just it's just it's a much cleaner, easier medium to market in this in this day and age. That's my firm belief on that. So, yeah. I mean, Gene, with you, are you using you're using chatbots, right? No, I don't. I don't dive into that at all. I'm I'm very intrigued by this. Oh, yeah, I was really surprised, uh, Zach. You mentioned that it's just it's getting away. People's expectations weren't that they wanted to communicate with a chatbot the way they would communicate with a human being. That's really surprising. Uh, I, well, I don't know how but yeah, it's not only it's not only that, though, but Shane has brought this up a lot is that we would acquire so much information within the chatbot that it made the conversation once the agent actually did get on the phone almost impossible because all the questions were already oh. answered. Right? <laughs> like the, norm, the, like the normal ways that you build rapport. Yeah. They're like, what yeah. do you mean? I already answered all this shit, man. Like, uh, yeah, that's oh. funny. Yeah. You know, the like funny send, thing is, send me a house or get off the phone. You know, the funny thing is about the chatbot. So I use uh, KV Core, right? Conversion for through EXP and the the smart CRM they have there. I mean, it's it's fairly decent what it does. And I had a gal, she I reached out, I was reaching out to her and she's like, well, Greg, hey, um, actually, my future son-in-law, he needs to find a place to live because he's living on my couch right now. And I'm like, ooh. <laughs> but so she connected me with him and we're going to be finding him a property. She followed up with me la two days ago and goes, Greg, I need your services myself. And I'm like, well, okay, you know, out of curiosity, why did you call me versus anybody else? And she's like, well, it's because of your follow-up system and how consistent you were with following up with me. And I'm like, I'm not going to burst her bubble until it was a, it was a program. But um, <laughs> here's the funny thing, dude. She's a senior VP at a credit union, a.k.a. there's a shit ton of real estate agents all over the place. But because of my follow-up system, air quotes, Thank you, KB Core. Uh, I have two clients both wanting to spend, you know, money multiple times with me. And so it's, that's the way we're going. We want to be left the fuck alone, but we want to be the center of attention all the exact same time. And we want to do business and have business brought to us, but never talk to a human. I love talking to people. Matt, not so much. Me neither. I'm totally, I'm totally that new generation that won't answer my phone if it's not somebody I recognize. I will respond to a text over a phone call any day. Uh, if you send me a video text, I will watch it. Uh, although Maybe. I probably won't respond that way. Uh, and yeah, there's yeah, the generation coming up after me are exponentially uh, even more so that way. So let's finish mm -hmm. off with this. Uh, James wants to know kind of what, what your company name was, which we never even gave out at the beginning. So, uh, Zach, what's the best way for people to kind of get connected with you guys, learn what you do, and potentially reach out? Well, so the company is Brain Trust Interactive. But um, what we really recommend that you do uh, rather than reach out to us there, since we you know don't have a ton of time to 
build rapport and a relationship here. Uh, <laughs> if you want to learn a lot more about us is go to our real estate marketing Facebook group. Um, there's tons of free content. There's tons of engagement. Lot You could learn all about ads on your own, all about converting those ads on your own. So I think that's probably the main place that I'd recommend going. And that is called Real Estate Marketing and Conversion Mastery. Nice. And I actually applied and you guys have accepted me into your group. I feel very privileged. Yeah. I'm I cool just did now. that. And um, <laughs> we do something which, Greg, you might like. Every Thursday, we do something called Whiskey Thursday. Oh, yes. Uh, starts at 9 o'clock Eastern. Greg, we might have to have you on there. Every Thursday, we bring on a different guest at 9 o'clock Eastern, so 6 o'clock your time. And the kind of the headline of it is we get our guests drunk so they reveal all their secrets. So, um, <laughs> My rubber arm just got twisted. I'm in like Flynn. <laughs> no right. Every, everything yeah. except the 6 o'clock. It's 6 o'clock a.m., I'm assuming, right? No, p.m. No. Oh, is it PM? Yeah. All right, good. I was going to say, it's early yeah. in the morning for a drink, but uh, like oh. 9, 9 p.m. Eastern sounds a little late. So, that, all right, but that makes much yeah. more sense. So, Greg, there you go. 6 yeah. o'clock Pacific. You're already having a nice cocktail anyway. You might as well throw some bullet in there and uh, show up. Boulet. Boulet. Mm -hmm. But I have, so I'll, I'll have beers and calls at 4.30, then whiskey at 6. Perfect. Right. <laughs> exactly. And a hangover on Wednesday. Good way to end and the day. I get, <laughs> and Greg, I get wasted. I, I notoriously get so wasted that we have to delete the lives. So, white so. guy wasted. This is going to be awesome. That's great. <laughs> Whiskey Tuesdays. Uh, and by the way, Greg, it is bullet. How dare you? I looked it up just to make sure I wasn't off. Just to make sure. I'm like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. Like every bartender I've ever asked for has called it that. So, all right. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's do this. Gene, what's the best way to reach out to you? If you don't know by now, you better ask somebody, genevolpe.com. <laughs> That's right. If you want more exposure, especially if you want to do what we talked about, which is create content and then split that up into micro chunks that are then promoted and boosted all over the place on social media, not only just to get more exposure in general, but if you want to experiment with something like Zach and Shane's company, where you have an ability to send things out through a chatbot, make sure to get connected up with Gene as well. And uh, he can help you create the content, break up the content into micro chunks. Uh, Greg, how do they get connected with you? Very, very easy, guys. I want you to go to bookmcdaniel.com. Again, it's all right next to my name right now if you're watching this. If you're listening to this, bookmcdaniel.com. Look, it's 30 minutes of your life. I can't give it back to you, but I can make it entertaining. Let's talk about EXP. Let's talk about what the tribe that Matt and I are building, the value adds you'll get with us. I'll sit down and I'll show you mathematically how you'll make more money by being a part of EXP and you'll have the connections will benefit you that Matt and I have that we can connect you with. Like we can connect you to Shane and Zach. You know, if we were wanted to talk about bots, if we got to look into build something, if you want to talk about marketing, I've given a ton of people over to Gene. So Go to bookmcdaniel.com, find 30 minutes, let's talk about EXP, and let's just see you know, if it's the right fit for you. That's how they get a hold of me, and then Matt, they give us a 15-star review on what site? Uh, it would be, well, it's not 15 stars. You can give us a five-star <laughs> review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. Guys, do it right now if you're watching. There's a bunch of people watching live and just commenting on how good the content was, so we appreciate it. Make sure to give Zach and Shane a shout-out in the review. So if you really enjoyed their episode and you leave us a review, make sure to mention those guys in it. Thank them for their time and their contribution. So with that being said, guys, thanks to all of you for being on the show. Thanks to all of you who are listening. Uh, Gregory. Um, Matthew. What, we need, we need color. a bow color. 
We need I know. We need a color for the bow that we shall tie around this. I'm going to go with a lovely palm tree green because that's just what I'm looking at outside my window. <laughs> palm tree okay. green. I don't know if that's an actual shade of green, but I'm color. going to invent it. It's a multicolor. Okay. Yeah. okay. It's a palm. I have palm trees here too. So it's palm tree green on the bow. Guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. We, we love you. We want to support you. We hope that what our content that we deliver on these shows is value add. I hope you guys will go put it into your business. Don't just, don't, don't, don't have shelf assurance by listening to it putting it on a shelf and being sure that it's there once you guys be action-packed individuals so you know what we love you guys i love you matt made all of you his heart of coal is starting to shrink so we're wearing him down one day he will be a real boy too um, <laughs> oh until next time guys peace out ninjas we're gone <laughs>